below. Leavers and believers. Welcome to Leaving Hillsong. My name's Tanya and you have reached part three of the Antichrist vultures, which really I'm hoping by now everybody's kind of caught on to my pretty clever, you know what I mean? Who's the vulture, huh? Hmm? huh? Uh, the line will come up towards the end of this. I was remiss. It is actually the quote uh, from the prophetess that you will hear is antichrist-like vultures. But, you know, potato, potato, antichrist-like antichrist. All the same, isn't it? Thank you so much for joining us today. If you missed parts one and two, Yolandi Bosch and I covered the Brian Houston, Andrew Bolt meeting of the mediocre minds. That was Brian's first reaction after the not guilty verdict. Popped on over to Rose Bay for a spot of lunch or something and then a um, couple of victory Instagram posts about goodness. God and kids. And then he did an Andrew Bolt from Sky News interview and Yolandi and I decided to take it apart so that perhaps you don't have to. So that was part one and two. And uh, yeah, this one is a little bit of a short one. We just wanted to cover the social media responses to perhaps, you know, lighten the mood or double the insanity, whatever. You want to see it as we've got more and more and more coming up. So this is just a little short, sweet finale. Thank you for joining us. Jump on in and let's spill a little bit of tea and controversy with the Antichrist Vultures, part three, with you, Andy. Former Yolsong leader Brian Houston's daughter opens up about heavy heart after verdict. Any thoughts on that, Tanya? This is the anews.com article. Who's written it? Madeline Ashens. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Nathan Schmitz. For NCA Newswire. Okay. Shoot. The daughter of the former Hillsong leader has shared a message after her father was found not guilty of concealing sexual abuse in the church. Brian Newsom's daughter has spoken out after her father was found not guilty of concealing his father's sexual abuse in the Hillsong church. After a long-running um, hearing, the 69-year-old was found not guilty on Thursday. To one count of concealing the serious indictable um, offence, his father committed after months of denying allegations he failed to inform police. Today I sat beside my, uh, beside my dad in, in a courtroom and, exa and exhaled with an overwhelming sense of relief and gratitude, Laura Tognavila, 36, said in a post shared on Instagram today. Former Yosong leader was found not guilty of concealing his father's sexual abuse. And there's a picture from Instagram with Brian looking out at with his shirt, uh, looking out at the sea, onto new things. And He's then pretty pleased with himself there. Yeah. Yeah, his daughter and him, I know, I think this is in Palm Beach. This is a nice little, very expensive 30, well, 40 dollars. I, I think cause somebody said to me, so what's he doing there in Rose Bay? He, uh, he, they yeah. always go to Rose Bay because if you're living in Bondi, he obviously lives in Bondi. But I think this was probably taken in Palm Beach, though. This is where it looks like Palm Beach. Well, Wild Beach. 
However, today is still marked by the painful reality that victims of abuse have to live with forever. And for that, my heart will always remain heavy. She 10 points to Lawsy. 10 points for Laura for remembering the victims. But it says victims again with the S. Yeah, wonderful. I mean, it's, uh, her father has almost erased them. Thank you, Laura. Thank you. Genuinely. She recalled for the first time the moment her father confided in her about her grandfather's sexual abuse of children in the church while she was just a teenager. I came home from school one day and my dad sat me down and told me he had recently learned of evil acts perpetrated by my grandfather toward a child. I will never forget the pain and the trembling in his voice as he told me these things and grappled with the reality that his father was not the mean, um, was not the mean he knew him to be. Probably a typo. Yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Um, Tognivalu, these journalists, they honestly need to look at their typos. Mrs. Tognivalu and her husband, Peter, stepped down as global pastors of Hillsong's church youth ministry, Hillsong Young and Free in May. Outside court on Thursday, Mr. Houston told reporters he wanted to impress his sadness to his father's victim, Brett Singstock, and all of the victims of the late New Zealand and Australian church leader. So he does talk about victims. I thought it was victims. Yeah, and yeah. there was that sentence there. Oh, wait, this is her husband. So her husband was at the court with him. This is yeah. little. And who's the guy with the glasses on there? It's weird. He looks like he's about to get out of the oh, hang on. See, read more. Sorry. So there's uh, Peter Togsy. That's Brian looking shifty. Um, we don't know exactly who that man was. He seems to be some kind of associate. Maybe that's his PR person. Well, yeah, I wouldn't mind having a word with him. But hey, um, there's Brian looking very kind of, what, what's that? That look, that look first there is sly. That's like sneaky sly. Oh, I mean, yeah. It goes from like putting on, oh, I just made it through. And then I'm so sad. This is pure. He should be an actor. Maybe. Well, he is an actor. He missed his calling. He should be a, on, he should be an actor for TV. He's doing way better than uh, yeah, most of the actors. Academy Award. And the Academy Award goes to Mr. Brian Houston for the most. Seriously. Um, most uh, most convincing act in, in probably role, yeah. We will probably never know the extent of his pedophilia. A, a lot of people have been hurt, and for that I'm very sad. But I'm not my father. I did not commit this offence. No, no one said you committed that offence. Mr. Singstock was sexually assaulted by Frank Houston and his family's Coogee home while he was on tour of Australia more than 50 years ago. At the time, Mr. Singstock was seven years old, and Frank Houston, then a New Zealander-based preacher, was a close friend of his parents. Brian Houston's legal team had argued the Pentecostal preacher had a reasonable excuse not to come forward because of Mr. Singstock's wishes. And that is it. Well, that's nice. <laughs> and maybe there's a bit of hope for the next generation. Lawsy, well done. Got to give credit where credit's due. The... Maybe we should have looked at the original Instagram thing. Let's have a look. I've, I think I've got Yeah, maybe we should. I'll, I'm just so used to being blocked. Go oh, ahead. Maybe she maybe she took Not the thing that they put up. I'll read out in a sec. Actually, I can go. Oh, hold on. One second. I know where to go to her, um, her thing. Hold on. I'll read out her statement. Oh, you've got it? Yeah. Hold on. I'm just reading it. Today I sat beside my dad in a courtroom and exhaled with an overwhelming sense of relief and gratitude. However, today is still marked by the painful reality that victims of abuse have to live with forever. And for that, my heart will always remain heavy. Roughly 25 years ago, I was barely a teenager. I came home from school one day and my dad sat me down and told me that he had recently learned of evil acts 
this sounds very scripted. Uh, blah, blah. I will never forget the pain and trembling, the accusations against my dad, the manipulations of truth and the straight up lies have felt like per uh, perpetual fiery arrows. Contrary to the constant false narrative spun by reporters and journalists, we detest the evil that was done at the hands of my grandfather, and we have carried only sorrow for those that are hurt. I want to make it clear I am so deeply sorry to anyone who has suffered abuse in that. Well, she's actually saying the deeply sorry, which he should have done a long really? time ago. Continue yeah. saying that. I want to hear what, what one of them would say. I am so deeply sorry to anyone who has suffered abuse in their lifetime. This grieves me deeply and grieves the heart of God. Earlier today, after my dad delivered some words of compassion toward the victims, he said a powerful line to the effect, I am not my father and that is the truth. My dad is a man of integrity and I've watched him all my life try his best to do the right by people. Yes, he has rigidly lived some dark days as a family, but we have watched as the weight almost crushed him. But he is not the victim and has never acted like it either. I also painfully watched as people abandoned my parents. I watched as the church was pulled away from them like a rug pulled from beneath their feet. I watched as people acted in a self-preservation and doubled down at their attempts to serve their own interests. And that has been disappointing and disheartening to say the least. But I believe in forgiveness and reconciliation. And I believe that today marks a day to look forward. I know that a key part of my future is to learn from the past and to do better and to honor Jesus in the church for generations to come. And so we do look forward and pray to God for more wisdom and understanding. Thank you, Jesus, for grace and mercy. Thank you, Jesus, for love and kindness. Thank you, Jesus, that you are a healer. Now she needs to become his PR person. Well, so I was going to say, it sounds like she's hired someone a little bit better than No, me. that's a very typical, I think, a way of Christian. Decent. I mean, you know, we still got back to how it affected her watching her father over this uh, false narrative. But, uh, you know. Look, yeah. they're all taking from the cup of, of greed from that church. Where oh. She's got a house that was paid by the church. She's got a car that was paid by the church. It's, it's wrong. She went on stress leave. I think that both went on, well, she went on stress leave for 12 months and then resigned, which is, if that's not the mark of a leader in a time of crisis, I don't know what it is. No, exactly. And the thing is, is they have had it way too easy in a sense. But what I will say is that she, that was well written. Um, should have probably helped him with his Sky News interview. Oh, uh, uh, you know I think it's going to be interesting to see, yeah, how uh, how open they all get. Uh, before you do go, let's have a quick a quick look at what the official uh, Brian and Bobby statement was on Instagram. I've got you it. Have to, uh, it. There's a the image is black with white capitals that say "Not guilty." Well, there's a there's a battle to come apparently. Oh, that, yeah. Sorry. Oh, I'm just reading her um, her thing here. Um, she just says that there's there's a battle to keep fighting. When? What? And it's just on our on her stories. I don't know. Right. Always on some tangent. By Brian Houston. Yeah, today uh, is Friday, the 18th of August. He said, "Well, yesterday a very long saga came to an end. Finally, I was vindicated by an in-depth judgment." It's hilarious because, like, you know what I mean? They're only used to, like, seven-minute segments for anything, um, which compellingly pulled apart the prosecution's arguments one by one. The magistrate, in brackets, judge, uh, described my actions as the exact opposite to a cover-up in that I immediately 
began to tell people of my father's crimes, including large crowds. Sections of the media have been complicit. The media, the media. Purposely. It's always the media, and even hers is the media, so it has probably been the majority, right? Uh, to build a narrative on a completely false premise, completely false, regarding the circumstances. They purposely omitted something obviously he would never omit. He's a completely open book. Uh, purposely omitted in their narrative that when I first became aware of the allegations against my father, victim was a 37-year-old man who did not want the police involved. It was a historic complaint from 1970 when he was seven and I was 15 and I obviously was obviously unaware. You've got to say that I obviously was unaware of the abuse, obviously, until I was 45. What Brian knew and what Brian didn't know has never been proven and when he did exactly find out has never been I don't know. It has also been ignored that these abuses did not happen at Hillsong, but rather many years before Hillsong Church existed, he doesn't add, in a church that I then inherited from my father, the perpetrator. Documentaries have lied. Here we go. This is good. Documentaries have lied, twisted facts and confused timelines and intentionally misled people with a narrative hell-bent. Swear word on discrediting an influential church and turning a noble name into a bad name. I will speak about that in more depth in the days ahead. Gone. During a documentary. Thank you to those who have stood with me every step of the way while others ducked and weaved. Better days. It sounds exactly the same as the script that he put on Sky. Much love, Brian and Bobby. Uh, so... Have you got one from her? No. Yeah, she's got a lot. It's been long. I don't want to read the whole thing. But uh, she says, I chose to remain present on this Instagram platform for the past 20 months. Oh, because did I told she... Did she ever? Yeah, did she ever. But my husband at Brian Houston has been muzzled for the most part, muzzled and chained by a situation beyond his natural control, but not beyond our ability in Christ to endure, not beyond God's divine ability to use as the antichrist-like vultures circle again and again to tear at his flesh. An antichrist-like vulture. Oh, can somebody, can somebody get the AI onto that? And as the pharmaceutical trust district, they are pharisees. They they don't even see that. Do they? Yeah, one of these people read their Bible. Do they not know what a pharisee is? I mean, a pharisaical person is. Anyway, across the street again and again to render yet more rounds of contempt. And as some hid on sidelines or in the fog of confusion and misleading narrative, the right standing, loyal and discerning prayed. They prayed and they prayed and they prayed. And those who will never be forgotten came to our literal side. They stood alongside. Uh -huh. That's a threat. Yes. Sorry. Well, yesterday the Lord God released those chains around my husband and opened the door of valiant God alongside the others. It's not my God. He's serving a false God. I don't know where to begin to acknowledge and give heartfelt gratitude to those who have walked with us through the arduous and heartbreaking territory, but they know who they are. I also want to give public gratitude to a remarkable legal team. You walk with Brian because you knew he was um, a man of truth, plus immense gratitude to the ruling magistrate. I felt so vulnerable as this trial began that our fate and our future rested on this man, but this man is really your honor. 
I reminded myself that his man's role was to be indeed an honorable man. His job is to perceive and discern, which is what he did. I strongly suggest people read an entire summation. Also grateful for our interview with Andrew Bolt did with Brian last night. So yes, I don't know where to begin, but perhaps it's time for the books within our family to materialize. Our hearts are only to build up. And we need to make some more money as well. Sorry, I just added that in. And champion the cause of Christ to advocate for what is closest to his heart. Which is... Suddenly we're all big fans of the legal system. I love this. The judge is honorable. But it's what? crazy. Yeah, it's it's just Wait. yeah, it's just I mean the secular court thing again. Yeah, no, this is this is extremely, you know, narcissistic. Just give me one second, Tanya. One second. Okay, so I need to go because we need I to, need to go. I'm going to edit. Okay. All right. Yeah. So just, oh, thank you. We've got enough there. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. And that, as they say, was all she wrote. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for spending time with us and uh, plowing through the dystopian nightmare that uh, the New South Wales court system sometimes presents or is that Hillsong? I don't know anymore. Obviously we're not going to let this matter drop. It's very interesting that there's been no publication that we've been able to find so far of the decision that was handed down in the case. Uh, It's quite a significant piece of legislation that was tested and you know, given the Royal Commission into institutional responses to childhood sexual abuse and this being one of the, you know, major cases that came out of that, I'm sure it'll be available soon. You can bet your bottom dollar that Leaving Hillsong will be uh, tracking it down. Yeah, the sooner the better. We've got some legal analysis coming up, but it would be a lot more helpful if that had been made widely available now, there's still so much coming up that we've chatted about before. I'll just keep going back to the drawing board and keep reprogramming. Things change all the time in the nature of this. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for your feedback. I've had so so many beautiful gestures this week and notes and kindness and support and just lovely conversations. Um, it's all so possible for us to communicate it just makes me so happy please communicate with each other please keep connecting it's what heals us and keeps us strong keep being kind to yourselves keep being kind to the people around you and keep leaving Hillsong I wonder if what's his name's going to go back if I were a betting kind of person, you'd almost uh, you'd almost wonder what would be next, but we shall see. A final reminder that these episodes were dedicated to the work of Brett Sangstock and his wife Lisa, and that I threw a little GoFundMe together just for people who want to say thank you. I had to talk them into it because I was like, look. Either we've all got to, like, send chocolates separately in the mail, which, like, you don't want, or we're just going to chop this GoFundMe up. So if you want to stop by and say thanks, it should be up 
for a while longer. Thanks, Brett and Lisa. This thing is bigger than we know right now. I know that for sure. And yeah, we'll talk soon. Bye.